Good day and welcome to Select BGM, hosted by myself, John, and me, Rich. We put together this humble show for you, the listener, with the hopes that you'll come to appreciate the most underrated music of the modern entertainment age, the music of video games. I'm ready. I've been ready. Roll! Roll! Hey there, boys and girls. Welcome to another episode of Select BGM, bringing you the best in video game, video game-related music. I am John. And I am Rich. And you're here with us on episode 106. It's 106. And the theme of this show is Drinks on Me. Do you know why it's drinks on me? Yeah. Well, you know why. No, I don't this know. It's like why. a rhetorical question. Yeah, why? Because I have been uh, alcohol free for one year and one week. Uh, we were going to do this show last week, but I got so busy not drinking uh, that we had to push it up uh, back a week. But, but yes, I've been alcohol free for a week and it's or a week, a year, and it's been great. And so uh, we're just uh, rolling the theme on that. Yeah, and it hasn't changed the show really either. No. Like, John's been cool with it. And so there's like this dude, Nick at Brewbies. He's been alcohol free for years. And people still are cool. You know what I mean? Like, that's what people I don't think notice. They think, okay, I'm not having as much fun anymore. So now I'm a bore. And it's like, no, you, you don't become a bore. You do for like a couple of months. Okay. You get, yeah, but. I didn't want. I don't make a big deal out of it. I just quit. I was drinking way too much, and that's that. Oh wait, hold on one sec. Okay, yeah, please do. That's the sound of cold refreshment, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, course. It's not course. No ruckies. Um, but no, dr- not drinking's awesome. It's and it's not. It's not a big deal. It's, I don't go to AA because and, and I, I decided I didn't want to go to AA because if I went to AA, I'd be an alcoholic. Oh, you see yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I wanted to just get rid of the attachment altogether. Just, I'm done. We're it's done. It's not your demon. Right. It's not your cross to bear. You're going to wear me down. No Jesus talk. That's right. Well, that's cool. I, I want to do it, too. I mean, I'm an alcoholic. Yeah. See, I know I could go to AA and I could go there, but I don't want to go there because I could probably get some easy... Yeah, you probably easy could. Pickings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you really could. It's like a meat market down there. I actually have been to, to uh, AA previously. Uh, it was back in, like, the mid-2000s. Um, and it's a it's a nightmare. It is a shit show. It, it, it's, you have like, to get a sponsor. So uh, now, you all, now all of a sudden you have some person who is a major alcoholic. That's now your buddy that has your cell phone number. Yeah. <laughs> you know nothing about this person. You get to hear stories like, I haven't touched my daughter in two weeks. It's like, all right, you know what? I'm done drinking for sure now. Yeah. Oh, and the God thing, too. That's just yeah, like a major... Like some people, like, we just have no... The higher power is just kind of non-existent. Or non-existent in a way. You know, like, you just don't believe in God. <laughs> right. It's, it's just not there. I was, yeah. tell, I was telling you earlier, you know, I was listening to one of my paranormal podcasts. Had this gal on there. She was an energy healer. And, man, she, she believed in fairies and elementals and unicorns. Like, the steadfast belief in these things. She had pictures and all this shit, and I and I'm like, man, this chick is crazy. And then I thought, well, people believe in Jesus Christ, so. Yeah, but no one wants to rape a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and any listeners we had are gone. Maybe I don't know. We may pick up more now. That's awesome. Thank you. Oh, Sorry. All right, that's staying in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shall we uh shall we begin yeah let's All start right. it out so the uh first song you're gonna hear is <laughs> is the fountain of dreams from the game super smash brothers melee on gamecube composer is uh tadashi <laughs> ikigami shogo sakai and uh takuto kitsuta released 2001 developed and published by nintendo
Yo, I be lit up right now because I'm Eminem. No, I'm just rich, but I'm lit up. I be lit up. And that was from the game Monster Original Soundtrack. An anime thing. <laughs> the composer was Kuniaki Kuniaki Haishima, released 2004, directed by Masayuki Kojima, and the studio was Madhouse. And before that, you heard Rush Rush from the game Grand Theft Auto 3 on PlayStation 2, uh, composed by Deborah Harry and Giorgio Moroder, released 1983 on the Scarface album, uh, 2001 on the GTA 3 video game, uh, developed by DMA Design and uh, published by, well, Chrysalis did the album and Rockstar Games did the game. And right before that was Sober Loader, not composed by Giorgio Moroder. Because I'm a poet and I know it, yeah. It was on the C64 music competition, placed fourth place. Um, it was at LCP 2011. The composer was Encore, released 2011, developed and published by he or she, I don't know. You know, Ready Player One. Yeah. Shim? Yeah. Shim. Shim. Like Kim Justice on um, on. YouTube, you know, that's the the trans guy, lady, sorry, the lady that does like all the awesome, awesome reviews of old games and stuff. But I, yeah, I remember. She, you. she had one where she's she like, oh, her. she had a video, like, she stopped putting it out stuff, and then she had one that was like, this is my new girlfriend, and it was, and I was like, what? <laughs> and it's like, okay, you know, I, you can't, you don't know, you can't put together a picture in your head and judge a person on anything. You don't, you just don't know. Yeah. But I just wish she'd put out some more videos that were about gaming. Video gaming and yeah. not her girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Because who cares about all that other shit? I don't. No. I mean, I do kind of. You know, I'm a stupid person from the past where we still have our grudges, but not that much anymore. Your well, grudges? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Against what? Transgendered people? Yeah. Like, oh. Like, yeah. Oh. Like, no, 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 no. When I was a kid growing up, like, all that shit was way hardcore. You know what I mean? Like, everyone just like, hey, fuck. You know what I mean? Like, oh, people yeah, talking to each yeah. other. And I'm glad that shit's not prevalent anymore. It's a little more are, open. Little more, yeah, because now people can do shit where they're really good at something and you don't have to deal with that nonsense. But when you're a kid, I think no matter what, you deal with the prejudices, <laughs> sorry, of your parents. Yes. Depeche Mode said it best. What'd they say? People are people. Oh, I was thinking of the one about never trust someone with a suntan and a suit or whatever. <laughs> a Depeche Mode lyric? No, I was thinking of like everything counts. Right. The grabbing hands, grab all they can. Yeah, but there's one part where he talks about a suntan and a suit or something in that. Oh, yeah. Is that b before the handshake in I don't Korea? Know. Oh, dude, come on. I don't know. Career, Korea. Yeah, this is silly. They're the same thing. <laughs> um, the, uh, I, I wanted to talk real quick about uh, the reason that I've selected my tracks today. Um, they're kind of random, uh, but I've picked the top six video games that me and my buddies used to play and get shit-faced while playing. So we have like Smash Brothers and Grand Theft Auto 3, Tekken 4, Puzzle Fighter 2. Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo, man, that would just turn into a slugfest. Really? Oh, yeah, you get so mad at each other. They start punching each other. Punching each other. These were like PS2 and GameCube days, right? Yeah, this is back like early 2000s. We'd get loaded and play these games all night. Oh, yeah, looking at your playlist, it's obvious you got some PlayStation. That's Super Puzzle. Right. And then PS2 and GameCube. So a little little walk down drunken memory lane. That, it's not a little walk for me. <laughs> no. So, what have I been doing this week? Nobody's asking, but I'm telling. Oh, oh I'm sorry. What, 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 have, what have you been doing this week? Well, I set up another Raspberry Pi to be an Amiga emulation station. So it's And I bought a keyboard mouse, and I set up a monitor, and... Last night I ran all this shit, got Turrican running, and I just kind of felt like, oh my god, it does nothing for me. You know, once I complete a project, like, okay, I'm gonna, this is what I'm gonna want, I'm, I, this is gonna be great, it's gonna be perfect, do everything I can, spend all the time getting it going, and I'm like, uh, uh, buyer's remorse. Well, no, that's, that's your craft. Your craft isn't playing the game. Exactly. Your craft is building the, the system to play the games, to do what it does. But then I, I kind of realized 
that the nostalgia glasses, like the whole thing of being fascinated with the past for me is dying out in a way like where it's not dying out. I like good shit that I find. It's always good to dig up a treasure, but I, I don't look at like, okay, everything that I liked when I was young is great now. It's like, nah, it was great then. Yeah. And those those feelings, they, they belong then and they're, they're good memories, but I'm never going to convince someone younger, like now that this was great and it, now I can embrace, or like I feel that I can see like why kids do their own thing, you know what I mean? It's like they're in their own time. I, I think I could still convince some young people to play Mega Man 2 on a Saturday afternoon with a hundred pieces of Maynard's Red Berry candy. Duh. And you'd have a good time. Well, those are the gems, you know. Right. But like a, a home computer, home computers in general is what I'm talking about. It, there's nothing on them that makes me want to go back to any old home computer. Because the reason I loved them so much is because they gave me that power of using a computer. And now I've got the most modern computers you can get now. and it's yeah, It was your tool, your instrument. Exactly. It wasn't just for playing games. Games were, I collected them, I did the same thing I'm doing now. Right. But I never played them. I'd collect a bunch of them, and, but I'd get on the BBSs. I would use it as a tool, and I think we're living in better days now. But I wanted to bring up something, speaking of playing games, uh, a, a major accomplishment that you have. Oh, yeah. You got your first platinum trophy. Yeah, on, on play on PlayStation Four. Yeah, I did all the trophies on East Lacrimosa Dana Dana. So I'm... congratulations! I've never gotten a platinum trophy, so kudos to you. Now I feel like I have to. My dad has a <laughs> platinum trophy. You have a platinum trophy. I got to get my yeah. shit together. Well, dude, like platinum trophies are just about a bunch of grinding. That's what it, it is. is. Bragging rights. It is. It's. It's kind of cool that way. It just makes me feel like, okay, now I can set that game now, but it, now I'm thinking like, oh, but I didn't max out all my strength and my power. Right, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't get, stop. I got to get 999 right. on everything. Yeah. But no one's going to see that, so I don't care. I'll get like 90% on some games, and I'm like, there's like a trophy or two left, and it's like the hardest shit in the world. I'm like, nah, I'm not doing that. You know, 90% is good enough. We were talking about earlier how 50% in most things in life is good enough. Showing up. Yep. <laughs> Well, 50% is a safe gamble. True. You know, anytime you can get 50% on something, take the risk. And that's the, that's the moral of this thing. Just drink it up. <laughs> 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 All right, shall we? Yeah, I think it's my turn this time. So head down over to the Tabernacle or Keys on Main. Now, don't head down to those places. Piano bars suck. But this one doesn't. It's a piano bar from Cowboy Bebop, which is an anime. You know that. The composer is Yoko Kano, released 1998. Uh, the compilation was released in 2002. The director was Chinichiro Watanabe. No, no. Shinichiro. Something. She got to do that one right. Chinichiro. Something. The studio was Sunrise. <laughs> like the eggs. Tequila. Something.
Hello! You just heard Morgan Stage theme from Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo on PlayStation and various systems, composed by Tatsuro Suzuki, who did the arrangement for this uh, arcade version or something, something. Released 1997, developed and published by Capcom. And right before that was Embarrassment Consistency, the story of my life. <laughs> From the game Trusty Bell, or in the US, known as Eternal Sonata, a game about Chopin on his last day of feverish nightmares or something. That's what I think it's about. On various systems, the composer was Motoi Sakuraba. I don't know if this was a remix of something Chopin or something. 50%. Yep. Just I'm, showing I'm, I'm, up. I'm, 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 I'm okay. <laughs> Released 2007, the developer was Tri Crescendo and published by Namco. And before that was the song Assault. Uh, from the uh, piano collection arrangement of Final Fantasy X or X on PlayStation 2. Uh, composers were Masashi Hamazu, Hamazu Junya, oh crap, long legal paper, <laughs> Junya Nakano, and the arrangement, piano arrangement was uh, Aki Kuroda. Uh, released 2002, developed and published by Square Enix. But I think the game was 2001. Where? Yes. In North America, Japan? Yes. 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 So, I'll pose a question to you. Okay. If you had to choose five video games, those these these are the only video games that you could play for the rest of your life, mm -hmm. what would what would they be? Eastbook one and two okay. on Turbo Graphics. That's one game. Yes. Okay, fair enough. Kid Icarus, Metroid One, Super Metroid. Ooh yeah. God, how many is that? That's four. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, so the last one I gotta make count, and it's like Symphony of the Night. Alright, good, good. Yep, Symphony of the Night, Mega Man 2. <laughs> Too late now. Yeah. Super Metroid, um, Dark Souls 3, and. Ooh, you know what? I'm just, I'm gonna go Skyrim. Oh, because it's such an open. Yeah, because you can just play that fucker forever. Yeah, I've heard people. It's weird hearing about people talking about playing Skyrim now because they say like oh yeah and then he rides the dragon and it's like I don't remember I don't yeah like that. it's a totally different game now all the mods and shit that's come out I was thinking about picking that up for Switch just to have that experience again but I don't I don't know if I I don't know if I want to lose my life again I only played 40 something hours of oh that's it yeah oh man. I just did the main mission I didn't do any of the other shit oh I was that's how I hundreds of loserific hours into that one I just stick to the main missions on those games so I I beat them real quick and like Fallout 4 was a big disappointment to me because it was just so quick oh okay I didn't do any of the side shit I should have yeah that's like the whole game right there well, I know that now, after playing East especially, you know, where I realized, okay, you you need to slow down and embrace it to go for completionist status. I remember with... But I drink. Yeah, well, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back. Bringing it back around. Drinks on me. I, uh, on Fallout 3, when I played through that, I gave myself a special challenge. Of, I called it the, uh, the road challenge. And I equipped myself with a revolver. And with six shots, and then I walked from the top, far top left of the map down to the far right bottom. Dude, that's hard. Yeah. You got to stay out of the city. Yep. But even though it was fun, though, it was kind of a fun little, like, you know, self-imposed challenge. The worst thing in the wilderness are those fly things. I hate those. Uh -huh. Bzzz, and they just fucking kill you. I remember, I remember playing Skyrim, and I had a moment where. I dropped the controller because I got so scared. I was walking around, there was some sort of tent encampment, and I turned around, and inside one of the tents was a, one of those large spiders, and I wasn't expecting it, and I just like screamed like a little girl and dropped my fucking controller, and, and, and yeah, that was, that was kind of cool. <laughs> that was the story, the story is over now. I always like those games, I really, really like Fallout type games because when you start playing them it's almost like you're reading a novel where it's like oh this is boring I don't want to get into this and then after you start getting into the story you're like oh dude uh, just a little more just a little more and I think that shit could help kids read <laughs> yeah the uh like it can, it can get too ex extreme I think uh for example Breath of the Wild which I'm playing right now 
that it's, it is such a vast world with such little direction mm -hmm. that I can't get anything accomplished. Because you don't know where to go. I don't know where to go. I, I, I get distracted by the stupidest little shit. Does it have fast travel? Yes. Good. Thankful. Thankfully. Good. Yeah, that would, that's essential. Yeah, once they started adding that to games, shit changed. It, it, then they were fun. You know, like, games are removing the tedium, I've noticed uh, lately, and that's why I think they're better now than when we were younger. They, they were overly hard, or we had to go through the same shit over and over and over again just because that's how things worked. Mm -hmm. And now things, they've been tuned. They're so much better now. I would never want to go back to playing a game back then. Yeah, it was it, back then. It was linear root memorization, mm -hmm. and now it's it's horrible, horrible freedom. Yeah, that's true. It, some of the games mix it like the earlier Mass Effect games did it really well. The freedom mm -hmm. wasn't very free. Yeah, there was linear, but there was still you could still go off mm -hmm. and do your thing. I like that. I like the in in the middle like focus direction, but I can still play around. I like I like um. The East game, I really like that because it had a chapter of um, goals. You know what I mean? And it, well, all the games have to, but is it is the Zelda one really that open to where like you could go try to fight Ganon right away? Well, not Ganon, but you can pretty much go wherever you want, wherever you can get to. Okay, so and it's huge, and 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 I've, so I run into narrative. It's just yeah. you don't know oh, about yeah. it. Yeah, and I run into the problem where it's like I have to climb every fucking mountain that I come upon. Like, oh, there's a mountain, gotta climb it. And then I'll look around and it's pretty, and then I'll just like jump off and parachute down, and then I'll go climb the other mountain. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to be fucking doing things in this game. Oh, so if you're like trying to beat it quickly, you can't. Yeah, I don't. I, Unless you already yeah, have yeah, done know. it before. I've, I've probably put 40 hours into it and I still don't know what the hell I'm doing, but I'm having fun. I don't know if I wanna try it out. I didn't, Horizon Zero done, I still gotta give that a good try. That's good. That's a little more linear. That's more my style. Yeah. Like oh. Redheads are okay. Yeah. Yeah, Aloy or whatever. Yeah. It's kind of got a weird... <laughs> the, 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 the child model of her no, at no, the beginning no, no, is no, no, like, no, 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 no I'm not okay. going there. We've already made a tasteless okay, joke today. Okay. No, but it's weird. She looks really bizarre. Like, yeah. her face modeling is really weird. That's all I got to say about the story's over. Yeah. All right, let's move on. little... <laughs> Well, I guess that's yeah. Yes, this song is titled Bit Crusher. It is from the game Tekken 4 on PlayStation 2. Various composers released 2002, developed and published by Namco.
Yo, you just walked out of Dining Bar F. You know what they do there. From the game Legend of Heroes, Sen no Kiseki, super arranged version. That was probably a soundtrack. I fucked up. <laughs> the composers were the Falcom Sound Team JDK, arranged by Yukihiro Jindo Toshiharo Okajima something. Japanese name is... Sorry, sorry. Do you, do you have a lot of hesitation now that I called you out on, sh- on Shinichiro Watanabe? Yeah, yeah no, 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 I'm a trepidatious man. Released 2014, developed and published by Falcom. Falcom all. And before that, you heard the super boring song Jungle from Super Monkey Ball on GameCube. Composed by Hidenori Shoji, Haruyoshi Tomita, and Sake Osumi. Released 2001, uh, developed by Amusement Vision, and published by Sega! Sega! And right before that was for the sake of one flower or sake. I just used, it was a pun. Right. Kasake. From the game Wild Arms 4 on PlayStation 2, the composer was Michiko Nuruke. Released 2005, developed by Media Vision, and published by SCEI. Woo! Woo! I didn't even try to go high there. No. Woo! <laughs> you gotta push it out like you're like a death metal singer, but you're wooing instead of like growling. Okay. No? Uh, All right. I had like a bad rip of Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, a movie I'll never ever watch again. Good. No one I'm should. Big, but I, I, I was like, okay, I'm gonna rip it off YouTube. Or not YouTube, but Netflix, because I have a program that does that that I bought. And so just to replace like my lower quality, older recordings of stuff I bought right. with ones that weren't like cropped to 4.3. But then it's like, I'm never going to watch it. You know, it's that, that's the thing like I was talking about earlier. I like to build things. I like to organize. Digital, ready. digital collection. I think I'm a fucking drone, dude. I just like to work. I, you know what I mean? It's like, I think we have that built into us where you just have to, like, you're, we're like ants. We're just big ants that like to kill. We like collections. Everybody <laughs> yeah. likes collections. Uh-huh. We all collect something. Yeah, you can't give it up. I right. mean, even though, like, I, my house is a lot more minimalist than it used to be. I used to have tons of shit, and I don't anymore. I, you, I still have to acquire. Right. There's something about it feels like an achievement like collecting and building a library feels like an achievement and we like feeling that we we've achieved something in even if it's in a small capacity. Yeah, we're just all upright bald squirrels collecting shit. <laughs> right. That's we all have the same drive. That's why we like the squirrels, man. I always see the squirrels outside and I'm like, "Damn, that's cool." You know, even at work today like there was a, a talk where a guy did an analogy i don't know what it was called a metaphor here but he's talking about oh yeah i had a squirrel stuck in my wheel well on my car and but then he fell out and i ran him over <laughs> i thought that was funny poor squirrel but like at first people didn't after the guy left people didn't know to clap or not and then people did the slow clap you know <laughs> but it, i thought that was kind of cool you know i like when shit gets a little dark right yeah it's always good that way because then you know it's for adults you moved up a level, climbed the ladder. When you were a kid, did you used to, like, when you're, like, between, like, 12 and, like, 16, like, all you wanted to watch were, like, horror movies and... No. Oh, I did that. No. 12 to 16, I was watching sci-fi. I always liked sci-fi, but I, I always wanted to watch rated R movies. Like, I wouldn't watch, like, PG-13, I was like, I'm not watching... Oh, movies. I see I'm not saying. gonna watch Hook. Well, Hook's good, man. Yeah, stupid Spielberg, Ready Player One. Yeah. It's got a dude named Rufio. I mean, come on. I'd like to take a Rufio and just forget about this episode. Yeah. Uh, maybe I should start drinking again. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe we should just let's be done wrap it with up. this shit. Now let's do it and make it poo it. So, what are we doing next week? I beeped when I should have bopped. Or no, no, no. I beeped when I should have bopped. Should have. Should have, could have, but I beeped when I should have bopped. And it is. It's either chippy shit or jazz or both. Chippy, chippy tunes. If it can be both, it's great. Hopefully, no, we don't get sued by CMYK or whatever they call it. But I don't, YMCK. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think YMCK has the money to get lawyers. So. And I don't think they're ever gonna listen to our stupid. Shit. I don't think so. <laughs> no, no, I don't think they will. But it'll be great. It'll be a fancy show. Well, thank you all, listeners, for showing up. Glad that we did and put in a full 50%. 
Um, you can check us out on Facebook or at our website, selectvgm.org. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, I am John. And I am Rich. And uh, what, what did we say? Don't poop on the street? Is that how we're exiting? Yep, that's, that's it. Don't, that's it? Don't do that. Don't poop on don't the street. Don't poop on the street.